Welcome to Money with Alpha, where I share simple tips for how to make, save and invest money while also connecting your values with your lifestyle so you can achieve the life you really want. You will also hear interviews from real people as they share the ups and downs of their money journey. After all, we are all on a journey and what better way to learn about money than to hear what hasn't and has worked. Hello, I hope you're having a nice day. Christmas. Oh my goodness. It's um it's that time of year. We've already been listening to Christmas carols for just over a week. <laughs> my daughter absolutely loves them. So I'm feeling already in the Christmas spirit to be honest, which is part of the reason that I wanted to do um a podcast episode on Christmas, but also because I realized that it's going to start to really hit us all that Christmas is coming and all of the work that kind of goes with it and the expense as well. So I thought I would, being the the organized person that I am, who I've pretty much got all my Christmas presents already, um, I would just talk about what sorts of ways and things that you can do and some ideas to help you minimize both the cost and the, the stress and the effort that goes with Christmas. Um, Because sometimes we just get caught up in this whirlwind without really kind of thinking about it. Or we just we do the things that we've done in the past because it's familiar and we don't necessarily take a moment to think about what kind of a year or how we want our energy to be around the Christmas period. Because at the moment, a lot of us, we get to the point where we're like, oh, we're just like dragging our feet to get to Christmas. And by the time we get there, it's so much more overwhelming and stressful than we remembered. And it just, it all just compounds on itself. And it's, you know, the the concept of burnout really kind of is, is a word that I'm hearing a lot lately. And so another reason that I wanted to do this was to try and help with things to kind of minimize that that level of burnout and just some of the tips and things that I do to make it a bit easier Um, and nothing particularly new or sort of you know unique really but it's just more a way to to kind of think about things so as i get into it the two areas that i'm going to talk mainly about are presents and food because Christmas seems to have become about presents and then there's also a lot of entertaining that happens or eating out and I'm not even going to talk about like the you know the you know nutrition and keeping on our sort of eating kind of processes and oh that that's just that's another area altogether Um, but it's just more food in terms of what I'm focused on is like the the cost and the effort Um, so that that's the that's where I'll be that's where I'll be coming from. Um, so I guess in terms of the present side of things, and this is probably where a lot of the stress really comes, is how to manage the budget when it comes to it. I've seen some clients budgets where they literally budget like a thousand dollars in December for presents, um, but they haven't necessarily saved for that. So it ends up becoming this huge amount of money that gets put on a credit card, which of course comes in January. And that's when the headaches sort of start. And it's the beginning of the year. And we have this idea that it's kind of almost like clean slate and we're starting afresh and, you know, we've had a bit of a break and now our energy and off we go. And then you get this credit card bill and it's, it's really not a pleasant um, experience at all. So this is, this is a way to try and help minimize that. Admittedly, being six weeks out from Christmas, some of this is a little bit trickier, like saving $1,000 in the next six weeks might not be realistic. Um, so how to try and lessen, like reduce that $1,000, maybe even halve it if you can. And, um, and it does also depend on the size of your family and your friends. And, and there is kind of a level of expectation that goes with it as well. You know, if somebody 
buys, I don't know, what was it one year? I remember there was someone who bought a present that was well over a thousand dollars for their spouse. And I'm there just going, holy moly, I feel bad if, you know, my husband has to spend like 150 or 200 dollars on me. Um, so I always try and think of presents that are, that are a lot less than that. So it's, and my birthday is also in January. So sometimes it's like, well, you can make this a combined present so that, you know, if you spend a little bit more and buy something nicer, but it's for Christmas and birthday, like nothing then for birthday, <laughs> which when I was a child used to hate the, that idea. But now as a grown up, I was like, I'd much prefer get one present that's worth a bit more than having two sort of smaller presents that I probably could have just bought for myself. <laughs> Because that's what I usually do. I'm apparently very hard to buy for because when I want something um, or I need something, I just go get it myself. So my husband's always struggling for ideas, even though he's trying to pick up cues, which is which is nice. Um, but then it appears because I've ordered it for myself <laughs> anyway. So, so anyway, back to back to the topic uh, without my rambling. Um, so when it comes to look at just write a list, I guess, for starters. And I've previously done it in my notes app on my, my phone. Uh, but this year I actually decided because I've, I've, I've gone back to using Trello just for general um, task management and I'm loving it so much that I've just created a Trello um, board for Christmas presents because we also have a celebration uh, which we celebrate on the eve of the 5th of December, which we call Krampus, which is the St. Nicholas celebration, if you're familiar with that. It's a very Austrian thing, <laughs> Krampus, um, but it does include a small gift. So I've got a, um, a compass sort of list, which is a lot smaller. That literally is just my husband, my daughter and my mum. So that's that one's quite small. Um, but then the Christmas list is a bit longer. Uh, and my friends and I have all agreed that we only buy the children presents. So it's us grown ups. We don't. So it, that, that lessens the list a little bit. And I try and keep the presents to about 15 to $20 um, per child, uh, which in itself is, is pretty doable these days. And my daughter and I are actually making presents as well. So especially for teachers, like there's, there's, a, there's a long list of teachers as well. My daughter goes to quite a small school. So there's a lot of, a lot of people who are helping out um, during the year as well. And so we don't want anyone to miss out. So another mum and I and her daughter and my daughter are getting together and we're, we're doing a, a present making day, which we did last year as well. Last year we did um, bath bombs and soaps. And this year we're going to do body scrubs and perfumes. She's a, a doTERRA distributor and, and I, you know, I love doTERRA as well. So we're going to be using that to make the perfumes and also adding it into the body scrubs as well. So it's really nice when you can give a gift that's homemade too and my daughter's been doing um uh, making bookmarks and things using like a, a handmade loom as well so and she's even made herself a handbag so for the for the male teachers and the male helpers they'll be getting a bookmark um, because they probably wouldn't appreciate perfume quite so much um and yeah but it's really nice when you can give handmade gifts to to people it just adds a little bit more personal a bit more of a unique personal touch so that's so running the list and then getting clear on what you're getting for whom um, is is really important. And you can also go like I've I've started to do shopping at um, Soconomy, which is a circular economy um, uh, social enterprise. They have a shop in Brisbane. Um, there are shops in other parts of Australia as well, but the one in Brisbane's at um, sort of around Morningside. And I've been there a number of times now, and it's really good. You can get some 
extremely decent stuff and like most of them the it's excess stock sometimes it's the packaging is damaged but most of the time it's just excess stock that's going to get thrown away and they take it and then resell it at a you know a significant markdown and there's some really nice things there and, and, and unusual things as well that you wouldn't normally see. So I've been shopping there and managing to find really great presents for $5. So, and that way it's not just adding to the burden of landfill or new newness as well. So um, so that's that's one way of trying to minimize the, the cost of the individual presents too. But then, you know, and then there's also like the Black Friday sales. If there's something that that in particular that you want or there's a, sort of the technology aspect with um, as it continues, I think then Cyber Monday and having a, having a look there and just seeing if there's things that even as a, as a couple, is it something that you kind of need for, for the house or, you know, that you want to, to get as a joint present for each other? Because let's face it, the older we get, the less things we really need. And, you know, the, the want stuff also starts to fade because you end up having so much stuff otherwise. And it's just something else that either needs to be dusted or stored or eventually culled. And it's it's not very nice to have quite so much stuff that you're like, oh, I don't really use that or I don't need that. And uh, Anyway, so have a, just have a think about it really more than anything. And um, the other thing to, to do with presents is to potentially pool funds. So, you know, have a chat with some family members and go, well, how about we each put, you know, $20 in um, and if there's sort of 10 of you, there's a $200 present. And that can be either an actual present or a gift card um, or even cash. And that way the, the person, the recipient of the presents actually getting can go get something that they want. I know with my daughter this year, rather than giving her lots of stuff, um, or actually a few family members were just going to give her some money because she's at that age now where she wants to go shopping and choose her own things. And I was like, well, that's better than just being given lots of like toys and things um, and then we can collectively go and turn it into a bit of a fun outing as well um, and if she doesn't want to spend it all then she can save some as well because you know I'm teaching her to save some money and not to spend it all so that's um that's another idea as well and then there's the good old-fashioned secret santa I remember when I first started out um, in the workforce and that's what we did every year. And back in those days, this was a while ago, the um, the present limit was $5. Now, it is kind of unusual to find anything for that. So I, over the years, I've noticed Secret Santa limits increase to like $10, $15, and even $20, which sometimes is possibly getting a bit much for, for what it is for a work environment. But you can even do that within the family as well. So rather than having to buy, you know, 10 different family members a present at $50 to $100 each, which just gets ridiculous, um, you just buy one present for somebody for $50 to $100. And then you can also add a little bit of fun to it while you try and guess who your secret Santa is and see how well that person knows you based on, you know, the type of present they got you. Uh, so that's that's kind of it's a nice way to do it too, and it's just so much simpler. And I mean, it's cheaper too, but it's just simpler than not having to try and come up with so many ideas all at once. Um, and to that end, I actually I actually buy during the year. Like I actually had already bought probably about five, or maybe a bit more than that. Anyway, between five and ten presents um, during you know the the thirty June sales when they they did some. Um, sort of the stationery and toy sales, I already started buying presents and earmarked for people. So I'd, I'd already put that in my Trello app and said, oh, this is what I'm getting for this person. Also, so that I didn't forget that I'd got it as well, because that's the other thing you don't want to do is just sort of buy presents and then go, oh, wow, I've ended up with way too many presents 
for various people and now I don't know what to, you know, I've now, I've got too much for one person and not enough for another and I've overspent my budget already. So just getting clear on what you're spending and how you, you know, who you're getting, who's getting what. So, but yeah, but I've, I've, I've been accumulating presents and I've now literally just started to pull them all together and I've checked my, I've checked them off on my Trello app and I can see who I've got left to buy little things for. And for some people it might just be, you know, a nice sort of, um, box of chocolates or, you know, um, something like a, a nice, um, what is it, panettone or something like that. Um, Aldi's got some really nice uh, German sweets and Italian Christmas sweets as well. And they make good presents too. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be anything, ex, you know, elaborate or extravagant. So something that's somewhat unique because you can only get this sort of food once a year at Christmas time. So that adds to the specialness of it as well. And I also really love Hague's, which um, anybody who follows me would have seen me at the Hague's factory in Adelaide when I was down there visiting family a few weeks back. And so I do an Hague's order as well. And they do some lovely um, gifts too. So uh, that's a, that's another idea if you, if you want to give somebody some food because then it's something that they can enjoy, consume, and then it's not more stuff that's laying around at home. And it's probably something they wouldn't buy themselves, which is the perfect definition for a gift, is giving something to somebody they wouldn't necessarily buy for themselves, but they would still enjoy. So that's sort of the ideas for presents. So I'll just I'll just summarize that again. So have a list and check it twice as the song goes. Um, pool funds for a for a present. Do Secret Santa and then shop in the Black Friday sales to try and save a bit of money and look at things like circular economy shops, like Soconomy and all that kind of thing. The other thing to do maybe for next year is you could even start a gift fund. And this doesn't have to just be for Christmas. This can be for birthdays as well. So you can have a bank account. If you, Depending how many presents, it's probably not worth it if you don't have a huge amount of people to buy presents for. But if you do, then it's probably good to contribute to a bank account every month specific to gift so that you've already saved the money for it and you don't have to put it all on credit. And that way you're, you know, you're, you're prepared and, and have that, that money available specifically for that. And if you have excess left over at the end of the year, you can either leave it there for the, the coming year or you can put it into another savings account for something else or invest it. Um, and the other thing too is you can even do some micro investing for people as a gift too um, because most of us have enough stuff. Um, I know when I look in my, my wardrobe, I was like, oh, I, have, I have way too many clothes for one one body. <laughs> but, you know, oh, it's the, yeah, I, I do wear most of it. <laughs> so it depends on the seasons and, and all of that. Anyway, but yeah, so having having a, having a bit of a plan comes in handy. And so the second main expense that comes at Christmas is food, um, particularly when especially in, in Australia, the, there's a there's a really big, because it's summer here and it's hot, seafood becomes sort of one of the, the things that happens. Like there's often lines for collecting seafood at seafood shops and prawns in particular and Morton Bay bugs. And um, it's just, it, it, and the cost goes up. Like even today I was shopping to to get something for, for a dish here and it was, the price had probably oh, more than doubled to what it was the last time I bought um, bought that thing and I was just astounded so I was like oh no I, I don't need that all I've got something in the freezer I can use already um, and I'll just you know change the recipe a bit 
Um, so yeah, so looking at the the cost of seafood for the for Christmas might actually be a bit much. So it might be nice to then spread the the burden of preparing and cooking food with others who are coming around, uh, and that way you can try different dishes. People are making something if it's specific to their household or culture, and you can sort of try different cultural foods, but also just generally how people make dishes. I've got one friend who makes the most amazing salads. So every time they come around and she asks what she can bring. It's like a salad, please, because every time you bring a salad, it is absolutely delicious. Um, and it's probably not something that I would normally think about eating. But when I am sort of I have it in front of me to eat, I was like, wow, those flavors actually are really good together. I would never have thought to do that. Um, so that's it's, And I have another friend who always comes up with the most amazing um, food and recipes. And we're constantly swapping recipes. So it's actually really fun to, to try food that other people are cooking. So doing a bit of like a potluck, as they call it, where everybody brings a plate. It's actually really nice. And then everybody feels like they're helping and they're contributing. Um, and then it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a nice way to do it. And like I said, it lessens the cost and also the, the cooking burden too, because that, that can be a lot. Like I'm looking at my list already because I've started to meal plan for because we celebrate Christmas Eve and uh, my daughter's put in her requests for, for what the kids are going to eat and it's homemade pasta and homemade pizza I was like oh that sounds like a lot of homemade in there it's a lot of cooking that mama's going to have to do so <laughs> we'll have to see how realistic some of that is but I always try and think of foods that I can pre-prepare so I'm not running around like a, a headless chook on the day um, and um, if there's things that uh, I can ask others to bring and make as well or we can do it together too that's that's always a nice way to do it some group cooking um, but everybody wants to help so just take take that help and accept it willingly <laughs> and then I guess my final final message in relation to, to Christmas is remember what it's about it's not about how perfectly your tree is decorated and whether everything's color coordinated um, or whether you've got all the right crockery and all the matching everything on your table um, or you know how expensive the presents are or any of that it's that's not what Christmas is or should be about um, it's about spending time with those that you love your friends your family the people that you've chosen to have in your world as well as the family members that you may not choose but they're still family um, and just getting people together and trying to enjoy and appreciate everybody for who they are free from judgment just accepting people and just enjoying the time, taking some time for yourself as well, and just generally feeling love. And that to me is what Christmas should be about. Uh, everything else is sidebar enjoyable, yes, um, but nothing to get too worked up over to the point where you just become a version of yourself that you don't really like, <laughs> or you're not enjoying it. So keep that in mind as you come into this Christmas period and just start planning a little bit, just some, write some notes down because it does make life a lot easier and it does mean that you can, you know, like for instance, I went to the shopping center yesterday with my mum. I had a lovely outing with her, but also could avoid the crowds. There was, you know, there were people there, but it was, certainly wasn't crazy busy and I ticked quite a few things off my Christmas list um, for it as well. So it's, um, it was like, yep done good everything else now I need to and especially if you need to order things online make sure you have some lead time otherwise you're going to be racing to the shops for that 24-hour shopping or whatever they do leading up to, to Christmas and you really don't want to be jumping to the shops at two o'clock in the morning because you've forgotten a present 
<laughs> um, so planning ahead will help with the calm. So I hope you found that useful and you've got something out of that that you hadn't necessarily thought about and enjoy the process of leading up to Christmas. <laughs>